Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Jeannie Buss joins LeBron James in criticizing the play-in game. Uh, she also thinks that Laker fans are really uh, going to enjoy watching Russell Westbrook play. And the people behind NBA 2K are a bunch of cowards. Let's actually start with the cowards at NBA 2K because they released the ratings for the, the top of the league and then some other players uh, as well. But but most importantly and, and most notably, uh, they released the ratings for Steph, LeBron, Katie, and Giannis. And all four guys are sitting at 96. And I just... What? Like, if we're all saying that they're on the same tier of player, that's fine or whatever. But I just think it feels a lot to me like NBA 2K basically saying, like, we don't want to piss off any of those four players with the rating that they that they have or the rating that they have compared to one of the other four players. I don't think Giannis would have particularly cared. I think he would have used it for fuel, and I don't think he would have made too big a deal out of it. I also like I just don't think Steph is in the same caliber as as LeBron and AD or, or LeBron and Katie, sorry. And then I I think Kevin Durant would have probably tweeted about it or whatever but probably moved on. The one the, the one reaction here that I would have found interesting would have been LeBron's. He did say that Steph should be a 99 or 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 whatever and and he tweeted out the the kind of politically correct thing that you say in in a situation like this, but like we saw LeBron send out that tweet and he deleted it, but he sent out that really angry tweet telling people you know to stop questioning his GMing skills. Basically, we know he takes these things, uh, especially privately. He'll make a bigger, I guess, issue out of things than than when he does things publicly. Um, and, and then he also is is very trained as far as uh, the things that he does or does not say. He's, everything is very planned out when it comes to LeBron's public messaging. But we also know that he likes to impose leverage on situations, every, every kind of situation that he has any kind of a hand in or that represents him in any way, shape, or form. And I kind of feel like uh, 2K didn't want to piss off LeBron before they had to. I think over the course of the season, like in general, I think caring about NBA 2K ratings is kind of stupid uh, just because they change over the course of the year and uh, they they usually get things right as the season goes along, especially at the top of the league. But this this one to me, it's not so much that I disagree about the four players or the tier that they're in. It's just that like say something with your chest here. Like let's 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 actually go. You wanna you wanna generate conversation. You wanna you wanna go there. If you think that Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James, give KD a ninety-seven and give LeBron a ninety-six or give KD because quite frankly, I I don't think it's a hot take to say that Kevin Durant is a better player right now than LeBron James is. LeBron's coming off of an injury. He is older. We just saw Kevin Durant go God mode in the Olympics and almost go God mode at God mode. After uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, James Harden got hurt and almost dragged the Bucks to a championship there, or the, the Nets to a championship there, basically came up half a shoe size from winning that championship. And and so, yeah, like if, if Kevin Durant is the, the best player in the league, 
2K, say it with your chest. Go out there. Hop out there on that limb. I just felt like this was kind of the easy way out, giving everybody the exact same rating. Like, sure, all right, that's no fun. It doesn't even, and it doesn't serve the purpose of what they're doing in the first place, where they do this on August 18th to generate conversation about their game. What better way to generate that conversation than to actually take a stance on who the best player is? So I just think, like, in general, for for what this, what purpose this serves, it doesn't even serve the purpose that they're hoping for by by kind of wienering out. Jeannie Buss shared no such cowardice when it came to her thoughts on the play-in game. Uh, she spoke to Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic and had this to say, quote, I obviously see the excitement of it. Uh, if we would have lost two games, we wouldn't have been in the playoffs at all, and that's that's a tough pill to swallow. When you've been in the top eight for the entire season, you never dropped out of playoff position, but yet you know you can lose two games, and that's what happened to Golden State. They were at the eight spot, then they ended up losing to us, then to Memphis, and they didn't make it in the playoffs. I could see where it's kind of fun for one game, but I don't want to diminish what happens in the regular season. So here's my deal on, on this one, and, and uh, I, I kind of understand where she's coming from as somebody who has an actual vested interest in, in the Lakers, right, in terms of literal interest. But uh, I, I just think if it's a season that everybody knows going in that there is going to be a playing game, just like they did last year, you don't get to complain about it after the fact. Like, you had a chance to speak up. Everybody had a chance. The, the Players Union, the uh, Board of Governors, everybody had the opportunity to say, nope, I don't want to do this, and and really put their foot down if it's something that they really don't want. And, and also, by the way, the people who have complained about it, uh, LeBron and Jeannie Buss, uh, they're going to benefit from it because – financial interest in in uh the return from the especially the game that the lakers played against the golden state warriors like that is that was one of the most watched games in the entire season so uh, i just think for for any team that has now been a part of it like if you don't want to be a part of it you can win more games that's an option you can not take as many nights off that's an option I'm not saying that LeBron and, and AD took nights off when they didn't have to. Neither of those guys were healthy in the games that they took off. But, you know, this is a season that everybody knows going in. That's going to be how things play out. So it, the point of it is to incentivize teams to really care at those stretches of the season where historically they haven't. And I think for fans you benefit twofold. You get to watch more of those games that matter and, and see those teams care more about those games that historically haven't mattered. And then on top of that, you get the excitement at the end of the year where teams are playing for their literal playoff lives. And that's 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 all you can ask for. So yeah, I, I understand where Genie is coming from. I understand where LeBron is coming from when he criticized it. But uh, at the end of the day, this is the situation that the league has put in place, everybody knows about. I think it's time to stop whining about it. Jeannie Buss was also asked about Russell Westbrook and uh, and about the roster makeup and had this to say. Quote, we're over the cap. We really have no room. When we made for that trade for Westbrook, we knew we'd have to fill the roster with seven or eight players of the veterans minimum. And so trying to convince players to come on one-year deals for the minimum is a challenge. 
So you got a lot of guys that are willing to take less money for the opportunity to possibly go for a championship or play in a city that has other opportunities as they transition to the next part of their career. And we kind of had to capitalize on that because we've got three players taking up 90% of our payroll and certainly Russell Westbrook. You know, we've got a big three now, and Russell is somebody that's from L.A., went to UCLA, and I think our fans are going to be just cuckoo for him uh, and are going to be happy he's there. It's like the return of one of our own. Unfortunately, this didn't lead to you know, maybe one follow-up there that they could have kept another one of their own, but I, I guess we'll just ignore that and praise her for her use of cuckoo. 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 Cuckoo for Cocoa Nuts. Cuckoo for Cocoa Bus. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in the way you have over the course of the week, despite my my voice sounding like some combination of chalk on a chalkboard or nails on chalkboard with like a train crash in the distance. But uh, it's slowly but surely getting better. Should be 100% by next week, hopefully even by tomorrow's lowdown. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank you for that. And also... I want to point you guys in the direction of some stuff uh, on, on SilverScreenAndRoll.com. And uh, again, Jacob wrote a really good article on the free agents that the Lakers could still be looking at. Uh, they, there was also a really fun write-up from uh, Nicole Ganglani discussing the Kendrick Nunn edition and the ways that he impacts the game compared to Caruso. And then on this feed, I hope you guys listen to the conversation I had with Sabrina Merchant on I Love Basketball, in which we discuss the teams around the league that make us the most nervous. Really fun episode there that involves some mariachi talk. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.